Hello, and welcome to the ETH Finance Record, your daily update for everything that's happening in the ETH Finance daily thread on Reddit. So, my name's Waka Waka Attack, and this episode is about a post made on September 20th, and this is my first episode talking about our ETH Finance. And before I get started with going through the posts, I think it might be worthwhile for you to tell me a little bit me to tell you a little bit about myself, how I got here, who I am, and why I feel like um, it's okay for me to talk about this community. So I got into crypto pretty much at the peak of the bull market in 2017, and I bought ETH, and I bought some shit coins, and in that time, like in the months after that, I saw my portfolio go down like 90%. At the time, I was reading ETH Trader, and um, then started reading ETH Finance once that once that came about after the split, and um, I was a lurker for a long time, and then in twenty towards the end of twenty eighteen, and then in twenty nineteen, I started buying ETH, and pretty much only ETH, and I um, started posting in um, ETH Finance in twenty twenty. Um, and became quite an active member of the community where I was posting most days and I really like got involved in the community and then after that um, I um, started um, well because of what I read in ETH Finance I started following the Rocket Pool community and um, I started buying Rocket Pool token and then I started running a Rocket Pool node at the beginning of 2022 and um, last month, I started making a YouTube channel. I made a YouTube channel for Rocket Pool called Rocket Fuel, where I was doing a daily update of everything that happened in the Rocket Pool community. And um, I got lots and lots of positive feedback about how that was such a great addition for that community and how people found it really useful because there was just too much content to go through on um, in the Rocket Pool's Discord. So um, I always loved the daily on ETH Finance because I feel like it's such a wonderful community, like one of the best I've come across by far, definitely the best on Reddit, definitely, without a doubt. And um, it's full of really smart people, really engaged people. Um, We have had people like um, ETH celebrities come through ETH Finance and really make this their home before going off elsewhere and really establishing themselves like DC Investor and Superphase and Liberosist. And um, of course, we can't forget like people like JT, who've done such a great job here and, and elsewhere too. Um, so the idea that I had was that um, the daily on ETH Finance could do with a daily update because there's just so much content here. So I decided to reach out to the moderators for ETH Finance and ask their permission to make this video and kind of add this to my channel that already has Rocket Pool content. And I was given like the green light, you know, provided I didn't monetize things or if I didn't um, kind of shill uh, my own stuff, which I'm going to hope that I don't do because you know the my values and the values of the ETH Finance community align 100% and first and foremost you know I, I've been a member of this community 
like I said in my post today, you know, I haven't posted that much recently, but it's something that I really want to start doing again and kind of showing my appreciation for this community that I belong to for so long and that I've been a part of for so long. Um, it's time to like come back here and kind of give back to this community. So um, the way this channel is going to work is that I'm going to go through um, the daily thread every day and find maybe 10 or 15 of the best posts and discussions that are happening and then use those to um, share that information with people who don't have the time to come and read the daily every day but do have the time to like watch a 10 to 20 minute youtube video about what's happening in in the daily so um this video will be released as a video on youtube and the same will be released as a podcast um currently the podcast is only available on podbean um but that podcast will start being available on itunes and google and spotify and all those other places in the next few weeks and maybe month so that's something that i only started yesterday for rocket fuel but um, i'll be using that for the eth finance record as well so i think that's enough of an introduction if anybody has any questions about who i am or wants to like talk to me about like what like legitimacy i have to make these videos i'm more than happy to answer any questions in the daily or using dms or however you want um but i really want this to be a community driven driven project so i would love for people to like give me their feedback i'd love for people to like give me suggestions give me ideas um help me curate the links that will go into each episode every day um and yeah like i said like i'm really aligned with the with the eth finance community and i really want like i really want to reflect those values and um that stance that we've like worked so hard to cultivate here so if at any point you feel like i'm doing something against that then please let me know and i'll fix it so um <laughs> that was a bit of a spiel in the beginning i guess this that only happened today but um let's get started so here we have a post from epiphany153 who says successfully installed mev boost i had set up staking using summer's guides and the only difference was towards the end in step four so um, if epiphany goes on to explain about how they made some changes for um using cashews guides for setting up mev boost on their node and goes on to say if you're hesitant to try because you use summer's guide and are afraid of potential complexity i encourage you to go for it though i have no strong view on the ethical concerns you can refer to summer's guides for whichever consensus client and validator you used and to do some copy paste action copy paste action happy mev ink so then the discussion points that came up were really interesting because um zero x validator was saying how they're still in research mode about using mev boost and um, some of the you know concerns they had about how to um, how they get set up and how they charge fees and how all those kind of things work but it seems like one of the first things that we're finding here is that um, mev boost is a massive boost to your daily income well not daily income but like anytime you get a proposal it's a huge boost to how much you make from that proposal so um 
it seems like the general sentiment in ETH Finance now is that more and more people are activating MEV Boost. Um, there's some more comments about that that will come up soon. Okay, so here we have this um, post by Kbrot, who everyone knows is like our local market expert. And Kbrot says, yesterday was rough in price action, so we discussed the potential bull case. Today, we're no doubt feeling slightly better, and so I feel it's only fair to poop in your Cheerios. Welcome to the bear case, growing larger by the day. So um, Kbrot goes on to explain how the VVIX, um, Every button this century has seen a spike in the volatility of the volatility index itself. So if this is the market bottom, then where is that spike? And then they say the Dow transports. So do you adhere to the old Dow theory that it's not tech that leads the markets? Well, while the rest of the market continues to hang on to the higher lows at present, the Dow Jones transport index did indeed set a clear as day lower low on the weekly. Not great. So then um, Kbrot goes on to kind of explain some other um, bearish sentiment around about um, the S&P and what kind of like signals that's giving and also about um, like um, the numbers that go around that as well. And then um, addressing the Fed, uh, Kbrot says inflation, interest rates and this magical pivot everybody's pumped for is just not here yet. And take a look at the interest rate and where the bonds are putting us in April 2023. So then those numbers are showing that, you know, we'll be going a lot higher in terms of interest rates compared to where we are now. And that's what the market's kind of pricing in. Um, yeah, but Kbrot, what the F? What the F indeed? We have a long, long way to go, friends. How about December 2023? How sticky is inflation going to be according to the market makers? Yeah, Row Ro is right. Um, and Kbrot's language is a little bit more colourful. <laughs> and rightly so. So um, Kbrot just explains that, um, you know, the market is looking quite bad right now. And there's lots of bearish scenarios around that can play out. And um, the plunge, the doom, the drop, the recession does not happen until the Fed cuts rates. Um, that was like comparing um, 2005 to 2007, how the rates went up and stuff. So um, some bonus, he says, Kbrot goes on to finish. He says, some bonuses we don't have time to delve into much. The two-year yield, while horrifyingly high, as almost 4% is a historical resistance. And I leave this here, SPY 407. If SPY, SPY doesn't reclaim and hold 407 by the end of September, I'd be very worried. And then um, people just like say thank you for sharing the information and um, about how, you know, what's expected in tomorrow's, on September 21st, um, Fed numbers. The 75 basis point expected hike could be used as a reason for a market to pump, if only barely on they're way above 407. So just trying to get ideas of where it's going to be, if it's going to be a green day or a red day, and what's going on with that. So I, you can come back and have a look at this post if you want to get all the details around the discussion. But um, I'll link that for you in the description. Here we have um, Vakramon2, who was made a post about ETH financiers and ETH mavericks. So they go on, that's who's addressed in this post. And they're saying that 
uh, our Ethereum has 1.5 million subscribers and is the primary destination for information on Ethereum for the average Reddit user. The subreddit has a lot of valuable information, but it is, however, mirrored by an equal proportion of blatant misinformation. So then they go on to say, you know, if you've had any issues about Ethereum, our um, Ethereum uh, subreddit, if you're bothered by blatant misinformation, bridge brigading or general poor etiquette if you think we can improve this then they're saying that um, there's the ethereum subreddit improvement initiative discord and they link to that and they state their goal that they want to improve the ethereum subreddit by increasing the exposure of legitimate evidence back to information while decreasing the exposure of misinformation as well as to generally improve the etiquette and quality of discussion on the subreddit so this is a really really valuable um, initiative that is being started here because it's something that's been mentioned a lot of times over the years because um, our Ethereum is a dumpster fire. It's absolute garbage in a lot of ways. And it's a shame that it's one of the most prominent places that people go to get Ethereum information because there's just so much bad information there. So um, HB Lask says, um, the first problem is how to replace the mods with people who actually care. Um, so that's what they want to do and the first proposal should be to create a new mod team it seems like you know the mods were one of the biggest issues and a lot of people in eth finance have tried to reach out to the mods or try to work with a mod team or try to do something with that and it's just not worked um it seems like some of the mods there are actually btc maxis <laughs> which is just ridiculous when you think about it but that's a really interesting um, discussion that's happening there for you to go and have a look at, which I think will be interesting for you to check out. Next, we have this comment from um, Burr10, who says, I made a comment earlier about S the SEC claiming US jurisdiction over Ethereum. I didn't quite explain what happened. So here is a follow-up. So Gensler claims today that everything happening on Ethereum falls under the US jurisdiction because the majority of nodes are in the US, 45%. It's not even about Ethereum being a security, it's about every ETH transaction taking place in America. If you've never visited the Northern Hemisphere your entire life, you made a transaction in US soil. If you ask me, that's totally nuts. If you run an Ethereum node from the US, consider using a German IP. And, um, 20% of the nodes are from Germany, so the sudden loss of US supremacy would make the entire argument moot. We need to stop blockchain colonialism. Ethereum should be open to everyone and controlled by nobody. So that kind of mirrors the idea, you know, that Ethereum is a decentralized protocol. It has no um, geographic uh, route or location where it's based, and it is open for the whole world, whether you're rich or poor and whether you're from the global south or the global north, east, west, it doesn't make a difference, it's for everyone. So this argument by uh, Gensler is definitely um, really like, I think he's just trying to like grasp at straws. It's just, it doesn't make any sense from any any um, perspective. And people here definitely um, showed their displeasure about Gensler and the SEC in the in the comments the replies to this so you can go and check those out i'll link to the original comment in the description next we have this comment by itur ad astra he says sometimes it feels salty when i read that for some people in here eth at 100 was their dream moon target but at least i couldn't have done anything because i didn't even know about ethereum however people being scared of selling right after the biggest upgrade in the entire history of crypto 
was a massive success, that's different. They're playing a dangerous game of musical chairs in order to buy back cheaper, but mathematically, there is not enough chairs for everyone. Once this takes off, it will moon with such violence and speed that it will leave people in disbelief and completely empty bags. Don't be that person. TikTok. So this is a great little warning from Itarat um, Astra, who is basically saying that the markets don't care about where you think they're going. They will leave you behind if you don't have your ticket for the rocket ship. And when it leaves, then you're going to be in a bad, bad, bad situation because... Um, especially if you try to sell to buy lower, like I know some people are thinking of doing right now. I mean, the time to do that is when there's euphoria in the markets. The time to not do that is when there's despair in the markets, which is kind of what we're seeing right now and all this fear. Um, however, like, I think everybody can make their own judgment. It's just there's a risk of you being left behind and having to buy back in at much higher prices. And we always hear those anecdotes, right? Once the bear market gets, bear markets, like we know that it's done and the bull market's on its way. People like share their stories about how they have far fewer ETH now because of the fact that they tried to sell to buy lower and it just didn't happen. Um, so that that's definitely something to keep in mind if you're trying to like trade uh, right now and what your goals are. So Confucius said, um, writes a post about Squish Chaos is um, bull thesis for ETH that he released a couple of years ago. He says there are now variables we know since the merger has been completed and we can start to fill in the blanks to arrive at a new thesis. So I think Confucius said is basically trying to um, say that they want to do this, but they haven't actually done that yet. But it definitely, I'm choosing this as one of the posts to share with you all today because I personally um, really loved squish squishes thesis and it made a lot of sense to me so much so that i bought a big chunk of eth because of that thesis so um i'm really looking forward to like getting those new numbers that confucius is kind of teasing here so that's something to keep an eye out for i think in the days to come next we have this comment from minimal gravitas who says bitcoin maxis are not going to enjoy the latest episode of unchained eric wall and Justin Bonds discuss a wide variety of Bitcoin's failings, from the censorship of the subreddit, the loss of intellectual capital, weakening of lightning, inappropriateness as money, and on and on and on. It's worth a listen. So this kind of shares the sentiment of a lot of people have in um, ETH Finance, because we've kind of been seeing the writing on the wall for Bitcoin's shortcomings for quite a while now. And I think that... Um, People in the wider community are starting to get like hear that now, and people even in the Bitcoin community are starting to pay attention to the shortcomings. Like some of them are totally delusional and they have their heads in the sand and just refuse to accept the the issues that are present in that protocol. However, um, more and more people I think are starting to open their eyes every day, and this includes like you know big people like and the prominent people in the Bitcoin community like um, Pump and other like people like that, like removing their laser eyes from their display pictures and kind of making comments to distance themselves from Bitcoin. So um, I think people are realizing it and this is just another step towards that realization that um, the Bitcoin community has huge shortcomings and the protocol itself has huge shortcomings too. Okay, next we've got this comment from uh, OK Dragonfruit1929 and it says Twitter is poison. I'm sick and tired of hearing the argument that Bitcoin's proof of work is somehow less conducive to in inequity than Ethereum's proof of stake. 
proof of work miners with huge amounts of capital own operate the largest mining firms and as a result earn higher APY than smaller mining corporations, which in turn earn higher APY than individual miners. Proof of stake gives everyone the same APY to the largest stakers as they do to the smallest stakers. So everyone gets the same thing. Um, if any protocol is guilty of increasing inequity, it's Bitcoin's proof of work, not Ethereum's proof of stake. So um, this is, um, again, like this narrative that's kind of coming up like uh, from the Bitcoin community about a huge push has happened these last few days about how uh, proof of work is actually better for the environment than proof of stake and how uh, proof of work is doing all this stuff like totally delusional stuff that's coming out and um, the the rich getting richer idea is completely wrong as well in the Bitcoin community because in the Bitcoin community the rich actually do get richer whereas in the Ethereum community staking gets people who are staking to be richer than those who are not staking because they take on risk and they take on work um, of you know validating the network and they get paid for that so there is that's the only way that people make more or less is by whether or not you're staking or not and if you are staking everyone's making the same amount which is amazing um there is kind of like a middle area there where people who have uh, deposited their eth into um staking pools um get like a cut less than that like whether it's 10 percent or 25 percent in coinbase's case but um that's something to understand but um it's definitely not as bad as bitcoin's proof of work inequity is so some of these comments were really good um bear 10 has been having this problem a lot on twitter and um, he says how it's full of idiots and lightfoot says i read on twitter from an unsourced anonymous poster that over four thousand percent of ethereum's validators are directly contained uh, controlled by one entity who happens to also be both Vitalik and the SEC simultaneously but seriously your point is right ETH POS rich get richer BTC proof of work rich get disproportionately richer so that leads to a really good discussion as well that you can go back and check um, next we have this comment from zero uh, x deposit contract it says as many have already posted the deposit contract is safe because its address was not generated with a vulnerable tool um, we, I had a feeling that even if it was possible to somehow get a private key for a contract address, someone would have already thought about this and would fix, fix would be implemented. So for those of you who don't know, um, a vanity um, address mining company called Profanity um, was found to have vulnerability and um, some of the wallets made with that vulnerability were able to be attacked. And one of the most prominent ones was Wintermute uh, Wallet, which had $160 million drained yesterday. Um, the Ethereum uh, deposit pool was also um, has a vanity address. However, it was not at risk because it wasn't um, generated with profanity. And then um, 0x deposit contracts goes on to explain about um, EIP uh, 3607 and uh, changes in like its implementation and guess about how uh, the deposit contract is also always safe. And finally, today we have this comment from Rocket Guy DC, who says stake.rocketpool.net is showing um, twenty, uh, sorry, five point two six percent APR on uh, our ETH. Glad they started showing the real post merge APR so quickly. Get your R ETH now. So um, the Rocket Pool website had an issue because they were not displaying the uh, correct. 
APR rate, it was showing like 3.5 or 3.75%, which didn't take into um, effect, the, didn't take into consideration the MEV boost and tips. So that number's been fixed now. So it's much more in line with Lido's advertised 5.5%. Um, and the Rocking Pool developers are actually saying that there's a lot of variance still because it's hard to find out the exact number. And some days it has, it has 9%. And other days is as low as five percent. So um, 5.26 I think is actually a conservative number for the actual rewards, which I think are a little bit higher. So um, if you're not staking um, as a solo staker, or if you're not running your own node on Rocket Pool, then buying Arith might be a better way forward. So um, on that note, um, I'm going to end the video today. Um, I hope this um, summary has been valuable for you. Please, 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 I urge you to provide your feedback, uh, positive, negative, any criticism you have, because I really do want this to be a community project for all of us. And the way that we do that is by um, being honest and like, let me know if there is a need for this. Let me know if this is valuable. Let me know how I can make it better. And um, I'll try my best to do all of that. So. Um, I'm really hoping that I get feedback over the next few days and yeah with that in mind I'll see you all tomorrow have a great rest of your well have a great um, day ahead bye